from the studios of Adventist World Radio in Pune. Hello and a very warm welcome to our international English service. In our program today, we bring inspiring music and interesting nature study. With more music coming in, we shall end our program with a message from God's Word. This is your host Sharad and I am Maureen and you are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope. Let's begin our program with a song.
know more on God's word you could also write to us here's our mailing address Adventist World Radio Post Box number 17 Pune 411001 Maharashtra India You could also email us on adventistmediacenter@gmail.com You may also follow our programs on our website awr.org/englishprogram Time to hear God's word. Decisions, 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 and how to make them. This talk is going to be in series of two. The first one I'll be basing it specially on what really decision is, and some of the myths about decision. And I'm going to base my talk on Proverbs three, five, and six. It says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight." I heard a story about a young lady who had been invited to a senior prom. Well, of course, a young lady needs a new dress for the prom. and it just happened that the young lady's grandmother was a great seamstress they went to the fabric store together and picked out the material but when it became time to pick out a pattern the young lady could not decide whether the dress should be sleeveless or with sleeves so a pattern was purchased that could be altered later when the young lady decided what she wanted well time went on and the grandmother asked her granddaughter do you want a sleeveless dress or do you want one with the sleeves unable to decide the granddaughter could not give an answer time passed and the prom was getting closer but still the young lady could not decide finally the grandmother who was also pressed for time said come back in about 5 days and i will have your dress ready come back the dress will be ready 
The granddaughter looked at her grandma. But grandma, she said, she said, don't worry. Just come back and the dress will be ready. When the granddaughter arrived after a few days, she found that a dress was ready and that it had one long sleeve and the other side was sleeveless. Of course, in this case, it turned out very well for the dress was very attractive and the young lady, she looked very beautiful in it. But indecision sometimes does not leave us with good results, does it? Decisions, decisions, decisions. We are faced with them practically every day. Some of them are big and some of them are very small, like making a decision on which flavor ice cream would you like to have. But still, these decisions must be made. Have you ever struggled with making decisions? Well, ladies might be saying, what should I fix for dinner? What should I wear today? Where should I invest my money? And who should I date? Where should I go on for vacation? What career should I pursue? Whew. Some decisions are big, but others are small, yet they all can be important. It is amazing to me how many sources the average person can consult when faced with making decisions. They search through their horoscope or consult trusted friends. Some people even ask complete strangers for their advice or will even follow the accepted patterns of their culture. But let's look at what the Bible says. Follow along with me as I read from our text, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Do these verses address the issue of decision-making? I believe so. You see, God wants us to make wise decisions. He wants us to follow his guidance. In fact, one of the main reasons that the Bible was written was that his children would have the words to live by. He wants to give his children. He wants to give us a clear direction. You know, I've heard another story about a young woman who was driving through the mountain west of Denver when she ran into a snowstorm. She was completely lost. And then she peered ahead and she saw a four-wheel drive pickup with a blade on the front of it. Since she was lost, she decided to follow the truck. And she kept as close to the machine as she could 
while it removed snow from the road. At times, the blowing snow would cut off her view, but she kept following the truck. The truck would go up the hill, get to the top, and then make a U-turn and go back down the hill. She faithfully kept following the truck. After about the third time that the truck went up and down the hill, the truck stopped and its driver got out and walked over to her car. Lady, where are you going? he asked. Well, she replied, I am on my way to Denver. The truck driver replied, Well, you'll never get there following me because I am just plowing my driveway. <laughs> Sounds funny, doesn't it? But you and I sometimes get into that situation. We follow the wrong direction. We make a wrong decision to follow that direction and we keep going in circles without reaching our destination. In order to get to our destinations, we must make sure, first of all, that we are on the right road. We need to follow the one who longs to give direction in our life. Many times we think that God is playing hide-and-seek with us. Playing hide-and-seek when it comes to the discovery of His will for our lives. This is not true. God delights in revealing His purpose and plans to His children. If we are serious about finding His will for your life, He will reveal it to you. Look at what the book of James tells us. James 1.5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. It is God's desire for us to have wisdom. In fact, God's desire is for you to be successful in life. He wants you to live life wisely. While we are on this subject, let me list some common myths that we need to identify and dispel before we go much further. And so this part of the talk, we are going to address the different myths. We're going to identify them so that we can get rid of them and stick to the truth. Myth number one. God's will is hard to find. Many of us struggle trying to figure out what God wants us to do in specific situations. But much of what He desires for our lives is already revealed in the Bible. Let's take the Ten Commandments as an example. From the Ten Commandments, we know that God does not want us to steal. He doesn't want us to kill neither to lie. We also know that God does not want us to commit adultery. We know from the Ten Commandments that God wants us to worship Him and honor Him with our lives. You see, God is concerned about us and He has given us some basic commandments to follow. 
Psalm 119 tells us exactly that. What does 119, 105 say? Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word, his Bible, was written to guide us and to direct us. It is our responsibility to study and search the scriptures so that we can find his desire for our lives. If we study, God is faithful to reveal his will for our lives. Myth number two, God wants us to know everything about the future. <laughs> God doesn't really tell us everything about the future. If he did, then where would our faith be? God does not reveal what's coming next week or next month or the next year. In fact, we do not even know what tomorrow may hold for us. But God urges us to live by faith for him. Folks, I'm not saying that we should not be concerned about the future. In fact, we need to be concerned about the future. But we as Christians, we need to live today for the one who holds tomorrow in his hands. If you are a Christian, if you have accepted Jesus Christ into your heart and have given your life to him, God has prepared a place for you. It is called heaven. It will one day be your home for eternity. In the meantime, you are to live by faith, believing that God is preparing you for your eternal home. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, 6-8, Therefore, being always of good courage, and knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are of good courage, I say, and prefer rather to be absent from the body and to be at home with the Lord. One reason that God doesn't reveal our entire future is because he wants us to trust him moment by moment as we take one step at a time. But we do know as believers where these steps will ultimately take us. Myth number three, God's greatest goal for our life is happiness. You know, there is some truth about this statement. If you follow God, you will eventually find happiness. But let me say this Quite clearly, God is more concerned about your character than he is about your comfort. Many of us have been brought up with the myth that we deserve to be happy and successful. Some of us believe that God wants us to be happy as well. This is a myth. God is more concerned with our holiness than he is about our happiness. In fact, God is committed to our holiness, not to our happiness. He is committed to our purity rather than our pleasure. In order for our character to change, sometimes he allows us to go through some pretty tough times. It is tough times that builds up our character. 
here is a fact. God is in the life-changing business. God takes that which is broken and fixes it. He takes that which is bent and straightens it out. He takes that which is shattered and puts it back again. That is what God does. God is in the life-changing business and he is more concerned with your character than he is with your comfort. Have you ever thought that if you are going to become like Jesus, you may just have to go through some of the stuff he went through? It may be true. Do you remember what Matthew chapter 5 says? Let me read this to you. Matthew chapter 5, 11 through 12. Blessed are you when men cast insult at you, when they persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely on account of me. Rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is great. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. To tell you the truth, I don't much like this passage of scripture, but I do like the reward that God offers. If I stay faithful to him, God wants me to be faithful to him and in the process, I become more like Jesus. My faithfulness may not lead to a comfortable life, but I can guarantee that it will be a character-building life. Now let us look at our focal verse again. Proverbs 3, 5-6 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will make your path straight. You know, it almost tells us that whenever we make decisions, we have to make the wise decisions. You know, there are, we must do away with the myths that God's will is hard to find. It's not hard. When you look for it, you will find it in making a decision. Myth number two, God wants us to know everything about the future. No, my friends, in decision making, the future is not known to us. But we have to pursue having faith in God and trusting Him that He will lead you to a better end. And then myth number three, you know, at times we think God wants us to have only happiness. No. He wants to have a true character so that in the end it will lead us to happiness. Now, for the next uh, presentation we will be dealing with what must I do with wise decisions. So let's not miss that. Let's bow heads for prayer. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father, for giving us this beautiful lesson in which you have shown us that our decision-making in the end leads us to you. Dear God, help us so that we always trust you, have faith in you, and accept whatever you have for us, dear God, knowing that in the end, we will be rewarded rightly. Thank you, dear God, for listening to my prayer. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. The Holy Scriptures says, 
Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light for my path. Psalms 119 verse 105. Indeed, my dear listener, what a treasure we have in God's word. The Holy Bible is relevant to today's issues and gives solid guidance for daily living. With this, we have almost come to the end of our program. To learn more on God's Word, we would love to receive your letters on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune 411-001, Maharashtra, India. You could also email us on Adventist Media Center at gmail.com. We invite you to follow our programs also on our website. That's AWR. dot org slash english program this is your host sharad and i'm maureen signing off from adventist world radio do join us again along with your family and friends until we meet again via radio we wish you goodbye and god bless you